Richard. Good morning, Manchester, and to those of you in surrounding towns, welcome to Hour 2. Yeah. Hour 2 of Dread at Large. <laughs> I am your on-time host, Richard Dredd. Thanks for tuning in. You can find us online at dreadatlarge.com. And you can find us on Facebook and Twitter, also at Dread at Large, where we encourage you to like us and to follow us, because we just want to be loved. All right, that article that got sent to us from SAU 53, where our good friend David Ryan is now located, had nothing to do with him. I scanned it during the break. But uh, appears that Pembroke Academy is missing three quarters of a million dollars in revenue because uh, they're not taking in as many tuition students as they used to. I thought that only happened in Manchester. <laughs> I thought that only happened in the Queen City. You mean other communities that take in tuition students are seeing declining enrollment and uh, parents exercise their choices to go other places? Huh, who knew? <laughs> and I'll bet you a big number of those kids uh, were probably from Hooksit that are now going to other places because Hooksit op- opened up multiple choices. I don't know. I don't know. But tuition revenue is a very hard thing to predict, and it's something that uh, I, as the subcommittee on finance chairman, have worked very hard to try to improve the predictions of. Um, <laughs> but, you know, you got to have willing partners, and I'm not always sure, frankly, that uh, – well, I, I won't say that. Hooksit has been responsive to our inquiries, but they haven't been terribly forthcoming about changes they are aware of. Uh, did I say that? Yes, I did. All right, so let's uh, let's take a look, shall we, at the uh, rights and democracy questionnaire. Remember, this is a group that Kathy Staub actually works for and uh, posts really funny pictures of herself on Facebook dressed up like some sort of Russian apparatchik who at 60-some-odd years old is going around the state holding up signs demanding that uh, minimum wages be $15 an hour or demanding an end to right-to-work legislation, uh, you know, et cetera, et cetera. So she's basically a paid demonstrator. Isn't that nice? So here are some of the questions. Now, I will say this. I did, I don't believe this uh, survey went to all candidates. I did get one. But the, uh, <laughs> the the opening sentence was, we are sending the questionnaire directly to people who have expressed an interest in our endorsement. Let us know if you have any technical problems. We are pleased that you are interested in participating in our rights and democracy endorsement process. This is the one survey in my entire political career I didn't bother to respond to. And you know why? Because it was premised on a lie. And that lie was that they were sending the questionnaire directly to people who have expressed an interest in our endorsement. I did. I had never once expressed an interest in their endorsement. Now, if they had just sent it to me and said, we would appreciate it if you'd fill out our questionnaire so we know where you stand on the issues, I would have done that. But to presume in sending me the endorsement that I am in the questionnaire that I uh, they're sending it to me because I asked for it. I'm sorry. That 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 is that is just simply dishonest, and I will not play. Do you think that the teachers that are frozen referred them to you? <laughs> uh, so, but here are some of the questions that they were asking uh, school board candidates. What would you say this election is about? What is at stake in people's lives? <gasps> the 
very future of our children. What is the core message of your campaign in three sentences or less? See, I would have answered some of this stuff, and I think they may have liked my answers. Transparency with the public, accountability for the bureaucrats, and, uh, you know, uh, uh, advocation for parents' rights. That's the core of my campaign. What is your vision for the community, for the state of New Hampshire? There is no three-sentence limit on that one, by the way. What is your vision for your own leadership in the role you are running for and beyond? Was somebody, like, smoking dope while they were writing these questions? I'm feeling all metaphysical. I'm feeling like there should be incense burning and things like that. How will you win your election? By getting more votes than my opponent? <laughs> I, or I, in that case, I said, I've already won because I terrified anybody who would run against me. So I'm unopposed. Questions on the economy. Do you support raising the minimum wage to a livable wage? If so, what will you do to help make that happen? Because that's so important on the school board. Do you support strengthening workers' rights protections by ensuring good cause protection from unjust firing? Why or why not? No. People are not entitled to a job. They are not owed anything by their employers. If they do what their employers ask them to do, they get paid to do it. And they get the the privilege of continuing to do it. I'm sorry. That's my attitude. The moment you give the people who, who are employed more rights than the people who employ them is the moment you destroy the business. Sorry. Questions on public goods. What is your position on privatization of services and programs on a local, state, and national level? Now, I'm asking you this because in order for these uh, people to endorse, you have to know that they had to give the correct answer on all of these. And you know what the answer is. Oh, yes, I force businesses. I, I, I'm in favor of forcing businesses to spend more money. Huh? Is there? No? Okay. You confused me. There we go. Oh, I'm in favor of forcing businesses to spend more money on their employees. I'm, I'm, I'm all in favor of, of forcing businesses to... Uh, uh, retain employees they for whatever reason of their own making um, don't want to uh, uh, to employ them what is your position on uh, providing or procuring additional funding for public services and programs oh I support taking more money from the wealthy to give to the poor what do you plan to do in your role as an elected official uh, specific to assuring access to quality health and care services for your constituents. Oh, I'll stop voting against giving my uh, <laughs> giving my colleagues on the board uh, health insurance benefits. Really? As a school board member, I'm supposed to talk about what I'm going to do to assure access to quality health care for my constituents? That's why it, when, when Kathy Staub answered the question about single payer, uh, about you know, board benefits, she basically came out and said, my answer is Medicare for everybody. Well, I guess Kathy Staub will be advocating for that as a school board member, and therefore, that's why she works for the joint. She can't get, she, they won't endorse her because she works for her, and people would cry foul on that. But you can bet rights and democracy is helping Kathy Staub. Come on. What is your position on providing and procuring funding for early childhood and higher education services for all Granite Staters? So not only do they want free, uh, uh, not only do they want universal, take the three-year-old out of their house and put them in school legislation, they want free college. (laughs) Connie Van Houten's been endorsed for universal preschool and free college. Oh, who else? Right. (laughs) 
<laughs> Questions on discrimination. How do you define discrimination? Oh my gosh. Have you personally either witnessed or experienced any form of discrimination or racism based on gender, sexual orientation, age, race, ethnicity, gender identity, ability, religion, or other? Yes! And I have personally been a victim of it. To which I say, oh, well, life isn't fair and how you deal with things are, is uh, uh, far more important than what happens to you. Unless, of course, you're shot, in which case you die. <laughs> uh, what measures should be taken to confront and work to ameliorate racism and other forms of discrimination in our communities? Do you or will you support policies and or legislation barring discrimination based on gender identity? What measures can communities take to assure that our newest residents, particularly immigrants and refugees, are made to feel welcome and provided access to appropriate services? You know, when my great-grandparents came to this country, they weren't provided access to appropriate services, and it's probably why they became productive Americans, because we didn't teach them how to suck off the government's you-know-what when they showed up. We required them to be self-sufficient. We required that they be sponsored. We required that somebody here in America be financially responsible for them outside of the government before they were, until they were financially responsible for themselves. That's why my great-grandparents were separated for eight and a half years. While they made their way in this, while my great-grandfather made his way in this country working in the mills of Franklin, New Hampshire, until he was self-sufficient and could support himself, his wife, and his daughter, who came here eight and a half years after he did, and start, you know, and, and, and finished the family, which included my grandfather, who went on to help develop radar in this country. How about that? Great American story. They did it the right way, not the let's how we, how we can make them dependence on the government way, appropriate services. My left... <clears throat> Questions on the environment. Do you support expanding investments into public transportation, building weatherization, and healthy, safe water systems to create good jobs and good training and training and with uh, job training and standards? Would you support development of a state plan of action to achieve 100% clean energy by 2025? I'm betting candidates who said no uh, did not get endorsement. I, you know what they should do? They should do what the concerned taxpayers of Manchester did. And they should release the answers to the surveys. People should know how these candidates who got endorsed answered the questions. Would you support banning the building of new fossil fuel infrastructure? Why or why not? What does that have to do with my being on a school board? Questions on community safety and well-being. What are your thoughts on the epidemic of firearms violence in our community in recent years? We've got a raging opioid epidemic, and you want to ask me about a firearms violence epidemic? My answer to that would be put away the drug dealers using the, you know, illegally using the guns. Do you have a position on firearms violence in our communities? Yes, it's bad. It's bad. What are your best ideas on how to address drug? Oh, they got to it. They got to it. Drug and alcohol addiction in our communities and reduce the number of overdose deaths by have been occurring in recent years. 
Yeah, just... <laughs> Why do you want the do- endorsement of rights and democracy? Uh... That was my answer, by the way. How do you... <laughs> envision working with rights and democracy to make change during and after the election are you willing to commit to meet with rights and democracy regularly to discuss our issues and how best to work together and promote the common good why or why not no nothing this is all about uplifting our neighbors nothing divisive here so to all of those people endorsed by rights and democracy Especially those who, like, I don't know, David Scannell are all kinds of big on transparency. I dare you, challenge you, demand you release your surveys if they won't so that the public can see just how much of a suck up you are to these left wing nut jobs. This is Gerard at Large.